set it to Hello and welcome to I Do I Guess, the podcast where Trina really doesn't want to do this today. I'm Katrina. And I'm Will. <laughs> I don't know why you think that. You literally didn't, I didn't take any convincing. You said we have to do this podcast now. And I said, okay. And you were like, so skeptical that I was actually okay with it. You it's were like, because, okay. And I was like, yeah, I said, okay. It's because you went, Okay. It's because I wanted to watch more Umbrella Academy. Well, that wasn't going to happen no matter what. You knew that. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do, though. Sometimes I think all you want from me is to watch TV all day. I just want someone to watch TV with. Is that too much to ask? All you want from me is to play video games with you all day. And board games. Let's not forget <laughs> board games. I'm just saying my my wants are not that far off from yours. I don't know. Yours is slightly more active. I want boobies. <laughs> Great. Do you also want boobies? <laughs> no, I can't say that I do. <laughs> do we have to start over? Are we going to leave that <laughs> in? Yeah, um, that's up to you, I guess. <laughs> Definitely staying in then. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty tame. All, all things considered. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll up that by the end. <laughs> so that, that so that the beginning seems. This is gonna be the episode where we drop the f bomb <laughs> the most times. We finally earned that explicit rating. The most times being once oh, up up from never, yeah. Up from never. We're gonna earn that explicit rating on iTunes. Have we sworn on this yet? No. Wow, we're we, so clean. We don't really swear much in everyday life, unless we're quoting John Mulaney. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's usually when we're quoting something. <laughs> What's the one that we've been saying recently? The horse one? That's like, I say you dumb blank horse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually want to earn an explicit rating on iTunes. Yeah, I, I don't really either. <laughs> Anyways, also, I... Also, like, our mothers and grandmothers might hear this, and I don't want to have conversations with them about why swearing is bad. Except that we've been talking about swearing, so it's not like... Our stance on this is unclear. Um, yeah, but they haven't heard us swear yet. There's a difference, isn't there? Did, did you know that I got in a lot of trouble in first grade for swearing? I feel like I've maybe heard that story. I got detention for like a, at least a week, maybe two wow. weeks. In a public school. In a, in a, yeah, in a public school. <laughs> that That is wild to me. Why would you punish a first grader for saying something that they obviously only know because they heard an adult say it? Right. Like, little kids that young are not making vocabulary choices <laughs> based on any kind of morals. Yeah, I, I, sh I agree. I shouldn't have been held accountable for anything <laughs> I did as a kid. <laughs> I throwing, guess throwing you know Mickey's what though. Toys down the furnace. That's fine. <laughs> Not that? somebody else taught me how to do that. Hitting Nikki on the head with a, I don't know, it was like a mallet thing. <laughs> Wasn't me. That was somebody else's fault. No, it's just with vocabulary. It seems a little more direct. However, it wasn't about you. It was about the rest of your class. If they heard you swear, you had to be punished because otherwise everyone would be swearing. So here's the thing was I didn't even say anything. I just flipped someone off with my hands. Oh. And because I was in first grade and I didn't know how swearing worked, I asked the person if I could flip them off. Oh, my gosh. That's adorable. And then 
And then she said I could. And then she went and told on and then she went on told on me. It was a trap. It was it was that day that I learned that humanity couldn't be trusted. <laughs> you just wanted to innocently flip someone off. Yeah. I didn't, How dare you get in trouble? I didn't know that, that it was like I, right. I didn't know, didn't know what about, it was. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that it was like a mean thing to do? I must have, which is why I asked permission. That doesn't track, really. <laughs> this is mean, so I'm going to ask permission. That's not. <laughs> yeah, kind of like how I say, can I have your pillow now? And then I've already taken your pillow. <laughs> yeah, I would believe more if you thought that it was like, like a grown-up thing to do or something. Uh, no, so the grown-up thing to do would be to send the children to the mines to work <laughs> and then stay home with a bottle of scotch. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yep. know. I don't know how the 1950s worked, but that's how I imagined it. I think only if you lived in West Virginia. Yeah. And even then, child labor laws, I think, predate the, the 50s. I think child labor laws probably came about in like the 19. 19- 10s or 1920s it was uh when did the jungle come out that's exactly what i was thinking <laughs> exactly i was thinking I think that the jungle is when they started regulating that labor came out in 32 right well the book was written about 19 19 teens i believe i think it came out in 32 though yeah so that's but when the laws would isn't the jungle about the laws being made no. No, no, no. I thought the, the laws were made, just, like, at the end of the jungle. The jungle is just about um, the terrible conditions of the working class. That, oh, I know that, that every, yeah. That everyone else took to me and, oh, we should regulate food because I'm eating stuff I don't want to eat. Now that we're talking about this, I'm pretty sure the jungle is, like, the only required reading in high school that I actually finished. It was the only one that I wish I would have finished. Really? I don't. <laughs> like, it was so... Gross. Why did I finish? Why did I read that? 1906. Is 1906 is when it was written? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Even earlier than I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Something about the the gross descriptions, I guess I couldn't put it down. Like a train wreck. Yeah. Yep. I still remember it vividly. I remember fumbling through class trying to act as if I knew what the book was about. Yeah, I did that with every other book. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, in ninth grade, I think I read all of them. In 10th grade is when I stopped reading them. I think I read all of ninth grade also. I wasn't in advanced English, though. I was in dumb kid English. So what did you read? By dumb kid, I mean average. (laughs) Like, in the average class, I was a genius. (laughs) But if if we bumped up to the actually advanced class, I was barely literate. That's the scale. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> with my experience between honors and non-honors chemistry, yes. Uh-huh. Absolutely. That was my experience. Yeah. <laughs> There's no comparison. It's like one of them was like babysitting and the other one was school. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. I don't understand why anyone thinks our education system is broken. <laughs> yeah. Man, I love public school. It was great. <laughs> But they got you in trouble for flipping someone off. And she with said permission. I could, with permission. <laughs> Ugh, can't even believe it. Yeah. Um, so you came back this week. Yeah, your, this is our first from your vacation episode since my, my little vacation. 
and immediately you destroyed my sleep schedule. Yeah, you mentioned that, which is... I'm so tired. Nonsense. It's because when you were gone, I worked, and then I came home and I slept. Right. And I got up and I worked, and that was all I did. And when I was gone, I went to bed at, like, midnight, 12.30, and slept until, like, 9, 9.30, which is just, like, a comfortable sleep schedule for me. It's also a comfortable sleep schedule for me. But but you have to get up earlier. Yeah. You could go into work later, right? Um, I could, but I like to get there before this other guy that's working on the project. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I have stuff to do in the morning that I'm going to get out of the way before. Right. You like to, you want to stay up late and sleep in, but you also want to get up early and get the day done. So those two. I want to not sleep. I, I relate to that strongly. Yeah. I also hate sleeping. It's yeah. funny that you say you hate it, yet you do it every day. Interesting. Yeah. You say that there are problems with society, and yet you participate in society. You say life isn't oh. perfect, and yet you're still living. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what else? Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done with the sleep thing. What? You got, you got back, and... I have not gone to bed so that I could have possibly been asleep for maybe eight hours. And whose fault is that? It's definitely yours because all you do is keep me awake. I don't at all. Wanting to watch Umbrella Academy. Well, I watched... Do you know... (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I watched season one four days ago. You you watched all of season one. (laughs) Yeah, so is that not what I said? (laughs) You're like, yes, I will start this show. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I want to be watching more. Come over here and watch season two. Yeah, I actually watched more than more than all of season one in a day. I watched all of season one plus one episode of season two with you. Do you know what you could have done in that amount of time? What? Let me sleep. Yeah. So you wanted to start an episode of season two at like 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. We'll say nine because it helps my argument for making fun of you right now. Oh, okay. Well, we only watched the one, so we would have been done by 10. And then I don't know what kept you up longer than that. And then do you remember what fun game you decided to do uh, the first (laughs) night that you got back? I remember that we we were talking in bed. What was happening You was, did not appear to be very sleepy. What was happening was I was nearly asleep in bed. No. And you were just lying there bored. And so you're like, I will annoy Will. No. And the way you did this was you put your hand on my head. You raised one finger, the other four fingers not moving, the rest of your hand not moving. You raised one finger up as much as you could. And you tried to hit me as hard as you could with just that one finger. Yeah. With my other four fingers still. I thought that it was going to be kind of hard. I thought that... You thought you were going to hurt me. I didn't think I was going to hurt you, but I thought it would be a solid hit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was not. (laughs) This is... If you're around anyone right now, do this. Go up to them. Put your hand on them. Yeah. Don't move any part of your hand except for one finger. Except your pointer finger. Lift it up all the way and then slam it down as hard as you can. Don't follow through. Just like once you hit them, you're done. I mean, you can try to follow through. (laughs) It doesn't make that much of a difference. But it's it's not much different than a tap. I just thought 
that it would be like a satisfying a satisfying tip. thunk. Yeah, yeah. I just want to satisfyingly thunk on your head while you're sleeping. Yeah. But as you implied, it didn't make an impact much at all. You did it you did it for quite a while before I like turned around and asked <laughs> you what you were doing. We were like talking during that time though. i was asleep no you weren't. i was almost this asleep. is fake news you were not <laughs> sleeping we were chatting <laughs> um you were saying something about how we're a real married couple now because we're back to only having <laughs> one car oh yeah i i decided since trina was back now that we're gonna share one sheet and have oh, one blanket right. that we're gonna share because we always normally we always have two separate sets of of sheets and blankets because because you take everything well this has been talked about on the podcast already it doesn't matter um and because you need about six blankets well i need one right but i could have more blankets than you on my side while we also share the ones that yeah, you're using sometimes you like push them over onto my side no though. that has never it happened absolutely has anyways after a while, you're like, oh, I'm trying to hit you as hard as I can with just this finger. And then so I did it to you once so that you could know what it felt like. And you were so amused at how weak of a hit it was. You like couldn't stop laughing. And it now was... every night before bed, you've been like doing that to me at least once. <laughs> it's entertaining. It's, it's a nice way to tell your spouse that you want to hurt them without hurting them yeah <laughs> <laughs> well shall we talk about what you've done since i've gotten back are there any other ways nice ways to tell your spouse that you want to hurt them without uh -huh. hurting them? um you could just say it you just say it i really want to punch you in the face right now if your life had a face i would punch it that's from You're scott pilgrim I knew that was from Scott Pilgrim. There was no doubt in my mind. I don't remember who says it, but immediately as soon as you said it, I was like, that's clearly from Scott Pilgrim. Alison Pill says it to Scott Pilgrim. I don't remember her character's name. Who says it? Alison Pill, the little redhead. Oh, yeah. The drummer. The, Kim. Kim. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, you could just say it. I would like to punch you. I thought you were I thought you had more that you were that felt like you were going up you know, to like a second half of a sentence. I thought and that you just stopped and stared at me and you're like, yes, it is now your time to contribute to the podcast. I thought that more words would come to me and <laughs> they didn't. Yeah, that's that's often a struggle with me, too. Anytime we're having a conversation, I always feel like more words are going to come to me. But yeah, then I'm just fall asleep. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you fall asleep, but you just don't say things. Yeah. I'll tell you something and you don't react at all. And I was like, all right, I get that you don't, you know, talk as much as I do. But I was expecting some kind of response from this story <laughs> that I just told you. Sometimes you give me just a lot of information. Yeah. I don't know when the information is going to stop. And I don't know what information is important. So I just it's all wait. important. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, it's all important. You're going to talk at me for like 30 minutes straight about a story I've never heard yeah. about people I don't know. Yeah. And then I'm supposed to have taken the core meaning that all of that was important. 
Well, yeah. And then you, I expect you to be processing and synthesizing information and coming up with follow-up questions and, you know, active listening. If I, if I don't you know. Never, you've never asked me a follow-up question in your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've never had questions about anything ever. So anytime I teach board games, the first thing you do is you tell them the objective of the game. Yeah. So this is what you're going to. And then all of the information I'm going to give you after this is leading to this goal. You need to do that to me when you're unloading 30 minutes of information of saying, this is why it's going to be important. And then tell me the information. So that way I know what information I need to be processing, what information I need to be asking questions about. And you need like where a this is going. Journalism format, upside down triangle, the main points first. Yeah. And then the sub details after that. And if they could be bulleted, that'd be great. <laughs> I don't want flowing sentences. I just want snippets of sentences that are bullet points. See, the problem is if I sent you a bullet list of information that I wanted to tell you, I would have no faith that you would actually read it. Um, yes. Because you don't read either. That's probably true. I all day. I think I if read. you could live your life without words, you would without I, any words. I live in a world of ones and zeros. Yeah. And it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's just numbers and and if God wanted us to know words, he would have given us more than ones on our hands. <laughs> ones and not yeah, ones. Our fingers would be the letters of the alphabet. Yeah. We we would have 26 fingers and they'd each be shaped like really the, like the English alphabet. Yes. Jesus would have would have been on the cross with the English Obviously, alphabet. Obviously because on... Jesus was white. Yeah. Everyone knows it. And the Bible was written in English in the King James Version for us. Yeah. Us being um, the Republican Party of 2020. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure us means the Republican Party of 2016. Oh, yeah. The pivotal point of all history. <laughs> the true beginning of the Republican Party. <laughs> Everything before that was Democratic. Just prep socialism <laughs> everything was everything was <laughs> yeah did you know we were all socialists before 2016 <laughs> i wish i'd been paying more attention would have enjoyed it more <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah so you keep putting off what i want to talk about which is your failures <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> Namely, that when I arrived home, there was a bag of dirt at the top of the stairs. <laughs> that bag of dirt was a symbol of my um, trying to clean while also working 80 hour weeks. <laughs> That's fair. Did you? I can't Because that bag of dirt could have been spread out across this upper floor here, but it wasn't. It was condensed into a bag of dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Did you mention last week on the podcast that there was going to be a bag of dirt? Or did you tell I, I it to have. me privately? I, I don't can't remember. remember. I tweeted it to you. That's right. I think that's what I'm thinking of. So you tweeted it to me. Oh, no, no, no. That was after I got home. Oh. <laughs> Our communication is obviously solid. Well, we have. We, we have, can't remember if we talked about something on the podcast or in Twitter. We have the 30 minutes of, co of conversation time for the podcast. And then we have whatever we've tweeted at each other. And, and that's I, it. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't. I don't think you saw my latest tweet about you, though. I don't open Twitter. Yeah. You have to you have to at me. Otherwise, Twitter won't tell me about it. 
I think I did at you. Oh, then I ignored it. It was about my Umbrella Academy tweet. Didn't see it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I said it was grounds for divorce. Oh. That you're the one who got me into this show, and now you'll only watch one episode a day with me of episode two. <laughs> if, or season even two. if we're watching one episode a day, I'm only asking you to wait 10 days to watch the entire second I don't season. want to. It's, it's only 10 episodes. Do you, you know how wait. many spoilers are out there on the internet? I'm assuming all, all of them. It because the show is also <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> It's a, it's all literally impossible them. for less than all of them to be on the internet. Ugh. What are my other failures other than cleaning part of the upstairs while you were gone? Okay, well, so what I was going to say is you you did mention the bag of dirt to me before I came home, which means it was so there. I cleaned and warned you about? It was there from at least Tuesday, but I'm guessing it was there from at least Sunday because you were working really long days on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, probably. So it had been there since at least Sunday. And it was there when I got home, which is fine because I was prepared for that. What I was not necessarily prepared for was that it stayed there <laughs> after I got home <laughs> until I took care of it yesterday, <laughs> which means it was there for over a week. Um, I wait there for over a week. Have you been home for a week? No, but I was saying that I assume it was there since Sunday because you didn't, you wouldn't have had time to clean on Monday and Tuesday. And what day is it now? Tuesday. Oh, I understand. It was there Sunday to Sunday. You've been back almost a week. Yeah. I have no sense of time. Yeah. I'm still on the scale of if I'm awake, I should probably be working. <laughs> and that's all I know. I was going to ask if the sense of time is a recent thing or if is that an overtime thing or a coronavirus thing? That's a... Or just a... <laughs> Your brain thing. That's an over... Well, it might be my brain, but I think it's an overtime thing. Yeah. Because of the two of us, I'm I'm the punctual one. <laughs> Trina's face just now is... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to decide just, if that's true. Just quiet contemplation, being like, <laughs> am I going to argue this or not? <laughs> I really don't know if that's true. So I definitely have more anxiety about being punctual. In, in, I want to be punctual more badly I, than if you. I'm, if I'm like, okay, we're going to leave the house at this time. What I mean is I will be in the car ready to leave at this time. And to you, that means I will begin to get ready to go at this time. Sometimes, yeah. And I'm worse at leaving the house on time. But I'm pretty good for like appointments at arriving on time. But leaving the house is a different matter because there's preparation involved and you have to be ready to leave the house. And right. you sometimes hog the bathroom. <laughs> how how can you be? Uh, how can you get to appointments on time, but not know when you have to leave the house on time? Well, I would no, think no, because because it depends on why we're leaving the house. If if we're leaving the house, and I know I have an appointment at ten. I'm going to start getting ready for that appointment at like 845. <laughs> and I've I've planned my entire morning uh -huh. around getting to that appointment at 10. But if it's like if it's just you trying to get me to do something at a certain time, <laughs> you will never nail down a specific time. You'll be like, eh, let's leave around 915, 930. I think I always give you at least a half an hour warning of like, hey, we should probably go. Yeah, a half an hour. Did you hear what I just said? I start getting ready at 845 for a 10 o'clock appointment. I, I, I need like an hour and a half. But the places we're going, you don't have to look amazingly presentable. You I'm, have to be decently presentable. And the half an hour warning that I give you 
is 25 more minutes of TV and then five minutes of like, oh, now I'll begin to start things. Like, I don't understand why if half an hour isn't enough time, why you don't jump on that time. First of all, bold of you to assume I am ever amazingly presentable. I always shoot for, you know, decently presentable. I always think you're amazingly presentable. That's cute. Anyways, um, well, because a part of the reason that I give myself so much time is so that I don't have to rush because that just tires me out. And so if you tell me a half hour until we have to go somewhere, um, especially if it's something that like there isn't a set time for, it's just we're not it's not an appointment. It's just something that we've decided this is the time I want to leave. I'm not going to rush. Just for arbitrary oh, reasons. Okay, but what if we're, like, going to meet somebody for lunch or something? When have we ever met somebody for the, lunch? I'm thinking of the two most recent times that my dad has cooked for us. Your we, dad doesn't even give us a specific time. No, Your dad he does. does the same he thing does. as you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he'll, he'll always say, be here, like, one-ish or something like that. One time we arrived at your dad's house before he did for his cookout. <laughs> <laughs> we got there so early he wasn't even home so because of that one experience you're like from now on we're never leaving anywhere on time <laughs> time means nothing <laughs> I think you're making rules from outliers well sometimes that makes sense because sometimes you want to encompass the entire data set uh I don't know statistics because <laughs> statistics is garbage math. It's math for people that don't want to do math and they want the truth Agreed. to be anything they want. Mm. That's... <laughs> no, it's just a way of mathematizing non-numbers. But also, I don't want you to think that what I just said was in any way technically statistical. I just said you're, words. You're talking about encompassing all outliers. I think the only time that that's you not were, anything I learned in college. That's just <laughs> words that I'm making up that sound impressive. This is the problem when you're <laughs> when you're telling me things about how to live my life. Is that I don't. You assume I learned it all in college, but well, actually I learned nothing in college. <laughs> it's that you you get mad at me if I question you what? for for doubting not. what you're saying, but then you also will just say things that. You're completely making up and you have no evidence no, for. No. So I have to 100% believe you, but also 100% no, not believe you. That's not true at all. Is this, a, is this a situation where I have to tell you to your face that I believe you and then double check everything you tell me? I mean, Trust but verified. That's the uh, the motto. What? Yeah, what? Trust but verified. What is that from? Because that makes no sense. Uh, that's from security. If you're verifying, then you're not really trusting. Um... It's verify and then trust. <laughs> I guess you could. Yeah, no, if you're verifying, you're not trusting. It could be like no hard feelings, like no, no offense intended, but I don't trust anyone. Yeah. But it's not you're not trusting if you are verifying. Yeah, it's I mean, like, I'm not calling you out as a liar right now, but I have to know that you're a truther. So where this is coming. Are you a truther? I, I don't. I'm trying to think of what the connotation of that word is. I think it's it's like a uh, truther. It's a conspiracy. Well, because it sounds like it kind it's of sounds a flat like earther. Birther. Oh, birther. Like the people who don't believe Obama is an American. Truther, flat earther, anti-vaxer. 
anti-masker. Anti-masker. It's the quadfecta. What's what's the trifecta but four? The quadfecta. I don't know. And then you throw in lizard people. I don't know words. And then you throw in hollow earth. Wait, can you have a flat earth and a hollow earth? A flat I, hollow earth. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> it's flat, but it's thick. Like a cake. Like a cake. Yeah. And the middle layer doesn't. And exist. the middle layer has lizards. <laughs> yeah, that's what I believe. Yeah. Um, so where this is coming from is nutrition advice that I've given you over the years. Yeah, always changing nutrition advice. Well, it's crazy that humans have survived this long eating food, but every day there's new rules for food. And I can almost guarantee you that my nutrition advice, I have never changed my stance on any nutrition except i firmly stand by food <laughs> well it's just like you think that my my like views on nutrition are constantly changing uh-huh. but they're not there i promise you there is like a solid background framework of nutrition as i understand it that really hasn't changed much since we've known each other but the problem is that you have had different dietary restrictions. And so for a while you were avoiding dairy. For a while you thought you were lactose intolerant. For a while you thought you were allergic to milk. For a while you thought you were sensitive. Wait, what's the difference between lactose intolerant and allergic to milk? We don't, we shouldn't even get into it. But there is Wait, a difference. Is there a difference? There is a difference. See, it's because all of this stuff, you don't, you don't have any of this. I can I can retain the last bit you've told me. As soon as you tell right. me something new, that last bit is gone. <laughs> right. And so there's I don't and ha- you don't retain context for any of it. I don't have to know the history of anything, of any food um, knowledge. I mean, I'm not history. I don't I don't often rattle off dates when yeah, I'm telling you like, what to you're eat, like, do I? You're like pasteurization became a thing in 1870. I don't know when. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, I don't I don't know any history. I know Well, I I do know some history, to be fair. But anyways, so and then you thought that maybe you were sensitive to casein or what's casein? It's a different milk protein. I okay. all all of these things you're saying are the same thing. (laughs) No, they're not. I can't like list off your issues. Then we thought that sometimes your body's in pain. Sometimes your back spasms. Sometimes the me the the back half of your body hurts. Those are all correct statements. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes the thing attached to your neck is in pain. Sometimes the thing the between... The thing attached to my head? Sometimes the thing... No, the lower part of your neck. My spine? Sometimes, <laughs> my, sometimes the, rest of my the body? thing between the back of your head and your butt is in pain. <laughs> All of these things are the same thing. You just keep telling me these same different things of food. I don't. I know that I can't drink milk. You don't have to tell me five different ways that but I can't we, drink milk. Right, but there are milk derivatives, and at different times in our relationship, we have been unclear on whether you could safely ingest milk derivatives. So I thought for most of everything that I couldn't be having milk, but you're like, okay, you can't have that, but you can have this thing, which <laughs> comes from milk, and you're like, let's try right, this. Right, exactly what I'm saying. So I'm like, I'm like, Okay, I know this is poison for me. And they're like, that's interesting. Let me slice off a little bit of it. Is this poison for you? Exactly. That's exactly correct. That is I'm trying, absolutely terrible. Because I'm trying to isolate the actual poison. <laughs> it's all poison. You has could it, just say life is poison. Has any of the stuff that you've been trying to isolate not made me sick? Well, yeah, because the weird thing is you can eat dairy like once 
or even like sometimes more than once and not get sick. And then all of a sudden, one day you will get sick. Oh, also, I have confession. Remember last week when Nikki walked in with a pizza and then left during our podcast? Yeah. I ate half that pizza. And were you sick? I did not feel great afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, when I went outside, I was like, I took a slice and I was like, don't don't tell Trina. And then I ate it. And then I was still hungry. So I was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna have one more. Don't, don't tell Trina. And I ate another one. I've been and I had four you, slices. Actually. And every time I had a slice, I was like, don't tell Trina. And Nikki's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> so I foolishly assumed that because Nikki is also lactose intolerant, <laughs> she would have gotten a pizza without cheese. No, because the pills work for her. Right, right, exactly. The pills don't work for you, which is like, why? So if it was an allergy, the pills wouldn't work for you. If it's a casein thing, the pills wouldn't work for you. Anyways. Um, are, I guess my main question from all of this is, are you done poisoning me with milk derivatives? <laughs> it just smiles. I had to smile because sometimes... Sometimes I do feed you things that have trace amounts of milk in them. You monster. <laughs> trace amounts. And then all of a sudden my stomach just hurts for no, no reason. No. And I'm like, That's I don't know true. what's happening to me. I guess I'll go to bed at seven because no. I can't operate. It's because I've fed you those things in the past and you've been fine. Have you been tracking like when I've been stuck on a toilet for two hours? Because like if if there's any overlap here of like, oh, yeah, I just gave him a little bit. And then I'm on a toilet if for there's two hours. Any overlap. So if you get sick once from eating something with trace amounts of milk in it. Yeah. But you eat that same thing four other times and don't get sick. Uh huh. You still think that that it's that thing that's poison and not something else. Not another I think factor. that we live in an unpredictable, <laughs> chaotic world. And if we can control something that might be hurting us, we should probably control the thing that might be hurting us. And by us, I apparently mean me. <laughs> See, <laughs> I agree with you. you control your... everything and it's hurting me. I agree with your concept, except I also understand that one thing might hurt you sometimes and not other times. I guess so, but like... If I punch you in the stomach, sometimes it's going to really hurt. And sometimes it's only going to moderately hurt. If if you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see how pain is still pain? <laughs> My head is in pain. My brain is in pain right now. <sighs> Anyways, nutrition. Yeah. The problem is we've never known what affects you. And also there's that pesky little problem of you generally wanting to gain weight and most nutrition um common knowledge most nutrition wisdom is focused on losing weight or at least not gaining weight and so for you a lot of nutrition rules are different if you're trying to gain weight yeah skinny people just struggle in this world we have so much to overcome <laughs> being not noticed or ridiculed and vaguely skinny because because the conventional wisdom on how to gain weight is like protein powder high fat high protein you know you got to eat a lot of healthy food and you cannot eat a lot of any food because you'll get because apparently you're poisoning all of it no (laughs) just a little trace here a little trace there 
Yeah. I won't notice. But that Soylent doesn't have any dairy, but it still makes you sick like half the time and you still I, choose to drink it. Uh, the difference is Soylent is the most convenient thing that's ever <laughs> been created. And yeah. I'm willing to have pain to for convenience. But I can't avoid pain for myself for convenience. I have to make all your food from scratch, spend an hour and a half cooking every meal for you so that I avoid trace amounts every of Every meal being one meal in the evening. Yeah. What was the meal today? A turkey sandwich that you didn't eat. I ate half of it. How long? It took you an hour to make that turkey sandwich? No, no, no. You but might I'm be doing something I, wrong, babe. If, for you, these. if you want your pizza casserole all the time without trace dairy in it, it would take longer because I'd have to make the biscuit dough from scratch all the time. I don't want anything from you all the time. <laughs> I have zero expectations for you. <laughs> right. I'm just for saying, this even, relationship. When you, even when you feed yourself. She's trying to put my ring back on me right now. <laughs> on the wrong finger. On the wrong finger. Um. Yeah, anyways. I I might... Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to say I poison you sometimes. Sometimes you get sick when I make you food. Most of the time you don't. And I would say you get sick more often when you try to feed yourself. So I still have a better track record. Um, I guess so, but it's not my <laughs> job to feed me. Yeah. Yeah. Why would anyone think Remember that? Remember when we were dating and I walked up to you and... Emily Joe at the books were having a conversation and then you immediately quiet down because you were talking about how you were sneaking food into <laughs> into my drinks. You were slipping stuff into my drinks. I totally forgot that. Is that how it happened? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I walked up to you and you're like, I like overheard some of it. I was like, what? What are yeah. you putting in my drinks? And you're like, what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You know, do you remember what I was sneaking into your drinks? I don't remember, but I do. I am now questioning. We were not married at that point. I knew that you were slipping something into my <laughs> drinks and then I still married you. Yes, because what I was slipping into your drinks was vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't eating any vegetables at the time. So I put vegetable juice in your smoothies. I only have so much room in my stomach and there's no room for no calorie foods. <laughs> I cannot waste. Vegetables are not no cal Vegetables are the foods that keep your body alive. I know that's not true because I <laughs> survived at least a month off of ramen. How well did you survive? How how well were you functioning at that I time? I don't remember that time period you of my life. You convinced yourself that you had a fatal disease. <laughs> that was not overlapping with the ramen month. <laughs> That was the bread and peanut butter month. The bread and peanut butter years. <laughs> uh, it was before bread and peanut butter also. Yeah. Let's be done. Unless you have anything else you want to add. No, there were a lot of other things I wanted to talk about today, but clearly all we can ever talk about is food. Which is yeah. ironic because it's what you hate talking about the most. I do like finding out that I'm being poisoned, though. You're not. But, uh, you know. I'll replay the tape and see how that happened. <laughs> I never admitted to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say, I am not a crook? Your best Nixon voice. I'm not a poisoner. <laughs> that was a great Nixon voice, if I do say so myself. Yeah. You want to do a sign off? Oh, actually, first of all, congratulations. This is the very first podcast that we've done, the 15th one, where you have not kicked 
the the microphone stand. Oh my gosh, it's because you moved the microphone stand really far away from me. And I blocked, I put my legs <laughs> blocking your legs so that you couldn't possibly get over here. I have been like kicking your legs and your you, you chair. You have been, it's been very annoying. <laughs> You didn't even notice. You're a genius. You were you were using your hand gestures quite a bit earlier, right next to the microphone, and I was like just staring at it, being like, "Oh, we might not make it through this episode." I kind of want to do it now, just for tradition's sake. No, I feel like it's this it's, could be. Our listeners have come to expect a certain level of chaos from me. <laughs> I have to deliver. You have to deliver the expectations for these listeners. Yeah. <sighs> That was me making a mic hitting sound with my mouth. Yeah. You want to do the sign off? I could be a Foley artist. You have been a Foley artist. I have. You don't remember? I'm a Foley artist. You're a Foley artist. I need business cards now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there was something that I thought of last week that I was like, we should be telling people to do this on our sign off. Send us money. Oh, rate us. Leave ratings and reviews. I thought we asked that. No, I don't think you asked that. Is that different than subscribing? Yes. Should I know this, having now done a podcast <laughs> you know, for four months? I suspect months? that you don't actually listen to any podcasts <laughs> and never have. Um, yeah, so leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. On iTunes. 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 Uh, Stitcher on... Stitcher? I don't think you can rate stuff on Spotify, but... Spotify? Yeah. There's already an O in Spotify. It was hard to fit another one in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh yes do that if you would like to um and subscribe if you want to and share it if you want to and send us a message on anchor.fm slash i do i guess wow, no you never remember that one <laughs> i am just on top of things today yeah but not on top of hitting the mic stand unfortunately i want to do it so bad <laughs> This is taking all my self control. I have been Will. I've been Katrina. Bye. Bye.